Hey, sorry, a little late. We had a program here last night. I didn't get to bed as early as I like. Okay. I decided that I'm just going to continue as I was going. It seemed to be working. Let me just get to today's verse. Okay, we'll start from Riyad Bhagavatamrita, Volume 1. Volume 1, um, text, Chapter 1, text 41. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sinarada Uvacha Bhavan Viprendra Krishnasya Mahanugraha Bhajanam. Yasye drisham denam dravyam odaryam vibhavam tata. Srinarada said, O leader of the Brahmins, it is you who have received Lord Krishna's greatest favor. After all, you have such wealth, property, generosity, and personal opulence. Sadharma padakam tatcha sarvameva mahamate. Trishnam hi sakshad asmabir asmin tirta vare duna. O wise one, in this best of holy places, we have now seen for ourselves that you are using all these assets ex exclusively to establish pure religion. Purport. Brahmana's personal opulence is the paraphernalia showing his status, his vehicles, special items of clothing, and so on and his entourage of family members, associates, and subordinates. His quote, pure religion, is devotional service to the personality of Godhead. The Brahmin did not abuse any of his apparently material assets. By employing them for material purposes, these assets have come to him as byproducts of his devotional service without his striving for them. He could hardly keep them hidden, as Narada here remarks but still he was happy to put them in transcendental use. The Brahmin refutes Narada's praise. Om Jnana Timarandasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Soyam rupa kadamayam dadati sa padantikam. 
Vanchakalpaturubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bayebhacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasade Gaur Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So greetings from Nava Nalachula Mandir Brick, New Jersey So let's get a perspective on what's happening here um, It's Narada's vision and he's in a particular ecstatic mood because he's with exalted sages in the best place of Prayag, the confluence of the Triveni, the Saraswati, and the Ganga. He has just bathed in that holy river. And then with the assembly of sages in that consciousness, he, he's before the Madhava deity. And he is feeling that energy, but not only is he feeling that energy, it's a shared experience which opens his heart. And in that lens of devotion, we say the, that lens of devotion, that's how he sees the world, just like someone sees the world through their hate. So you can see the world through your devotion. And when you see the world through your devotion, you see Krishna. And you see others, and it's an ecstatic in relationship to Krishna, and it's an ecstatic feeling because it it makes you feel very humble. So in that lens, he sees this Brahmin walking by, obviously like a, a great acharya, with all his paraphernalia, his assets associates and he sees the incredible way he worships this deity on the, the the bank of the triveni purifying the ground putting a little cloth throne putting the shila and and not not a kanishta adhikari who only sees the lord and the deities i know remember there was one person who was a difficult person to deal with. And he was in a temple and he says, I, I, I want to, he was doing Sankirtan. He says, I want to worship the deities. They say, why? He says, I don't like dealing with people. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, he worshiped the deity very nicely and treated everybody miserably. <laughs> But God doesn't accept that service because he sees the hypocrisy. Because it's not that God is not in everyone's heart. And, and it's the example that I heard is that it's like you have a relationship with a spouse and you know, outside, you know, you open the car door and you, you know, put the seat for her to sit, and you, you know, and then inside you treat her miserably. The love is not accepted outside. It's, it's, it has to be contiguous, it has to be sincere. 
So in that consciousness, he's able to recognize God in the heart of this person and sees the face is the index of the mind, how he's worshiping it. And, and the kirtan is when the bhava in the heart is expressed through the discipline of music. So he can see it, he can feel it. And then he sees, again, the point I was making, that he only worships God, he worships everyone else. And then even though he's the acharya, he takes last. And everyone's finished. I remember in Vrindavan, I used to be in charge of many things, including the kitchens. I wasn't a cook, but... And I was great at making menus. I even recommended one, one time for Korma, the famous cook. He didn't know what to cook at night. For the VAHE, I suggested it. And... Um, it was very difficult to actually organize for so many people because there was one kitchen that was cooking with wood and there wasn't any facade hall. So you have to put in the temple, the women on the roof there, and you know, the whole thing. And it was really, and it was Prabhupada's appearance day uh, disappearance day and, and Govardhan Puja before that. And, you know, and I, I'm particular about service. It has to be said. We work so hard. I think that's the only time I've slept 12 hours after that. But when we sat down with Bibi Govinda Swami afterwards, I remember the back, we took Visadam and we were relishing it but in a different consciousness. The taste wasn't connected to our own pleasure, it was connected to the pleasure of the devotees, how much they were enjoying. So this is what bhakti is. Bhakti is when your pleasure is derived from people that you serve, and specifically God. So he could see that in this person, and Narada became very, very excited and here, he starts to praise him effusively because he sees that even though he has so much opulence, he hasn't endeavored for it in a material way. It was just his karma. It came to him. There was no prayas. Utsaha uh, nishtaya darya. No, that's the one. What is it? Atyahara prayasas cha. There was no extraneous endeavor for oneself. Our endeavors are our duties. And then, and it's it maybe a Vaishnava, a Vaisha, maybe to make money, maybe a Brahmin, you know, maybe a Kshatriya. But there's no extra endeavor beyond one's duty. And one has faith that whatever comes by Krishna's accord. So it came. Prabhupada said the ant is getting a grain of sugar, the elephant is getting, you know, tons of food. It's all arranged by God. So he had all this opulence, and the tendency of opulence is to control. And it's dangerous because it could put you in that consciousness that you are controlling. 
when 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 the when the world starts to conform to one's desires, one starts to get the ahankara that you know I am doing this. You can see with the rich and famous in the world today how obnoxious they can become, and you I feel sorry for them if they're suffering with duality. Because they know it's going to end. So their pleasure, and if, if they don't have a sense of God, their pleasure is like being on death row and eating a great meal. Yeah, how can you enjoy it? It's such duality. You know, it's, it's that mental anxiety. Happiness is the mind. You can't be happy if you're in the duality that what you're enjoying is temporary. Neha bikramanasho sti pratyavayo navidyate swalpam up There is in this endeavor, there's no loss in diminution. It saves you from the greatest type of fear. And when I read that verse, I understood when I came to Krishna consciousness. And I don't want to forget it, what it was like when your future is non-existent. And what it's like when, by the mercy of Srila Prabhupada and his teachings, that malaise, is, that burden is taken off of your head. Otherwise, you walk around like an existentialist. And your only choice in life is whether you want to end it or not. So, um, let me get back to the verse here. So, he had all this opulence. But Narada Muni was so impressed because he, he saw that he wasn't affected by it. it. It was for God. And for God can also be for your needs. Like a woman may need to look beautiful. But if, if it's just the need she has to look beautiful and she doesn't have 300 pairs of shoes in the closet, When I grew up, my father and mother had their closets with all their clothes. But it's what they need, what, you, what, what one needs. Labo jiveti yavata. You take what you need. And different people have different needs. That's understood. You have a particular mode of nature, you need some needs to be peaceful but not prayas, not beyond that. Because when you get beyond that, it, it, it starts to move into an offense to the holy name to maintain material attachments despite so many instructions in the matter. That's what it means. You're moving beyond prayas. And therefore it's compromising the faith in the holy name faith and, and devotion that by serving Krishna it's like watering the root of a tree all the, the everything is replenished that should be our, our main faith our main faith should be the holy name of Krishna and the sweetness it gives and understanding that that is the greatest treasure in life so anyway Narada is seeing this you know, 
seeing this. It's great seeing great say I like being I'm going back to Govardhan. Can't wait to chant the holy name on the side of the hill and be with all the Udipans, all the excitants, seeing the hills, seeing the Vaishnavas, seeing everybody in Tilak. <laughs> I started concentrating on Tilak now after I read, wrote, read a, um, a commentary where the earth doesn't erase its footprints because it considers its Tilak, and Tilak is the notion that I belong. I belong to Guru and Krishna. So, of course, people in Tilak can do all kinds of nonsense. So it's, 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 it's not essential. It's functional, it can be used. It's, part of, it's a devotional practice, sanctifying the body with names of God. So, anyway, this Brahmin is in a completely humble consciousness. He's not affected by all this wealth because he clearly sees things are Krishna's. That's when you become free from Maya. When you see the world in relationship to Krishna, you see everything is Krishna's energy. So even though he's in the midst of this opulence and worship, everything he does is a service to God. He even takes his position as the Acharya, as a service. So, therefore, the Brahmin doesn't respond to this praise and take it seriously. Vivad Varena Te Noktu Nanvidam Samaha Muni Swamin Kim Mai Krishnasya. Kripa Lakshanam Ikshitam. The most learned Brahmana then replied to the best of sages, O Master, what signs of Krishna's mercy have you seen in me? So Vidva Varena, Vara means most excellent, like Krishna is Baharpidam Natavara, the dancer that's the most excellent. So he's the Vidvat Varena, Vidvat. Vat means to possess, vid, knowledge, varena, the one who, the most excellent, the person who, who most excellently possesses knowledge and he addressed Mahamuni, the, the most topmost Muni, and he says, what mercy have you seen in me? In other words, I don't see it. Mercy. Mercy is devotion. Mercy is kripa. Mercy is mercy. Mercy is devotion. It's the love in your heart you have for Krishna. That's mercy. Because that has to do with the soul, so that's eternal. That's not really full of, filled with dualities. And that has to be our faith by the experience of devotion. So, what signs have you seen in me? Aham varaka varaka no konusyam 
datum shaknomi va kia vaibavam vartate keme bhagavat bhajanam utaha. Who am I but the most wretched person? So not vid, vidva vara, but varaka, one who is not excellent. I'm not excellent. Rather, it's the opposite of excellent. I'm I, I'm wretched. And, and and how much am I able to give? And what opulence do I have? He doesn't see. I, it should be more. He sees God. So he doesn't see his position as powerful. No matter what it is in the material world, he doesn't see it as, as, as a significant position. And that's what happens when one sees God and one feels and chants the holy name. He thinks, what else is... What else is significant? It's not significant. And how have I received the, the, the Lord, the, that mercy of the Lord in devotional service? And, and that's such an interesting fact that when one has prema, it's a desire. And when one has a desire, it makes him feel that he lacks something. So you don't feel rich. If, if someone's very wealthy and he desires more money, he's feeling he doesn't have some. So that's what the prema, it's a hunger for Krishna. And the more you become, have prema, the more you feel you don't have it. I haven't eaten enough. I don't have enough. So for a person who doesn't have hunger, because hunger is not substantial, just a roll in butter may be significant. But someone whose hunger is really great, you put something, hey, look, I got nothing. That's all you give me? That's all you give me? So it's like with Prema. That's all I, ha I don't have. And that's the anomaly. The people who have the most faults see the least faults in themselves. And the first, the, have the most faults, they see, they see the least faults in themselves. And the people of pure see the most fault. And I, a simple example of just a clean glass of water, a dirty glass of water. You don't see anything that's coming in, that's something that's dirty, but something that's clean, it becomes apparent. So in his heart, it's like Raghunath Dasko Swami with that buttermilk he would take. And he would kind of feel like I'm a debauchee. I'm such an enjoyer, the consciousness. So it, a purport, and these purports are absolutely brilliant because they're, they're, you can really read them. They're, reading, they're, they're, they're edited by Jayadweta Swami, who's the supreme personality of editing. Mm -hmm. And I was there in Govardhan when they were doing this, going over each word together, Keshav, Bharti Maharaj, Gopi Pranadana Prabhu, to make it so clear, Jai Dwaitamar's mind for expression is just so clear. 
Purport, any true devotee of Krishna considers himself insignificant, thinking himself one of countless jivas who are mere sparks of God's splendor. Devotee is sorry for having foolishly rebelled against his creator and reflecting on this rebellion, he thinks that his relative influence among other fallen jivas means little. So clear. He feels it means little. He's, and, and he feels like, you know, how can you be proud being here? This is ekpad tributi, this tripad bibuti. Ekpad bibuti means one quarter of God's creation. So three quarters is better than us. And in the, and the, and in the one quarter, who are we? And look where we're born. We're born in, in Kali Yuga. We're unfortunate. We're disturbed. We're, we're, we're lazy. That's the nature. And we fight these things. And therefore, the process in Kali Yuga, Bhakti is so suited to us because it's dependent on mercy. So embracing our weaknesses becomes a strength. <laughs> That's why a, a lot of the people in the 12-step program become God-conscious, especially in coming to Krishna consciousness, because they had to realize, they, they were brought to the point where they realized they're, 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 they were powerless. They were powerless. And that created a space to feel the mercy of God with someone who is proud. I, I read something. It was very, very interesting. Maybe I'll pull it up now. Someone sent me these contemplations by this Franciscan monk who's quite an incredible intellectual. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, I can find it someplace else. He says, <laughs> sinners grasp for love in the wrong places. He says, let us remember that Jesus is shockingly not upset with sinners. This is a shock so total that most Christians still refuse to see it. He's only upset with people who do not think they are sinners. <laughs> These denying, fearful, and illusory ones are the blockage. They are much more likely to hate and feel no compunction. Very interesting thought. We have met the enemy, and the enemy is us. We either carry and transform the evil of human history as anyway. Evil of human history as our own problem, or we only increase its efficiency and power by hating and punishing it over there. Anyway, but anyway, it's just interesting, I thought. Um, where's my Zoom? Here we go. Boom. Okay, Sri Rupa, thanks for coming to class. Sincere, you know, she got to go to work. She gets in what she can. I sincerely appreciate it. Look at the list. I sincerely appreciate the people. Because this is why you come to Krishna consciousness. 
to have teachers and to hear. Two of the most potent items of devotional service is hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam and Sadhu Sangha. And Sadhu Sangha means to hear. So taking advantage to hearing, we have a nice Sangha here. I can see that you people want to advance. Kintu Dakshina Deshe Yo Maharajo Varajate Sahi Krishna Kripa Patra Yasya Deshe Saralaya. But in the southern country, there lives a great ruler whose kingdom has many temples of God and the demigods. He is the true recipient of Krishna's mercy. So basically, he's saying there's someone better than me. And that's easy to say when you're devotional. But actually speaking, what happens is, is the Priya Bhagavatamrita, this progression will continue. May Bhakta Nehihum, I am not a devotee, he is a devotee. And then what happens is, you'll get to see each devotee first from the vision of the previous devotee, then from his own response when Narada Muni tells him now you're the greatest devotee. And, uh, and then his glorification of the next person. So you get this beautiful gradation uh, of devotion in, the, in this story. Um, so he says, this other person. And then when you see why he says that, because he's thinking, although I'm the Sarvabhoma, I'm like, no, I'm not Sarva. I'm the, you know, the, the, the Brahmin in this place and, and I'm worshiping God, but this is a kingdom, king. He's not the emperor, but he's Sarvabhoma. He has tremendous land and facilities and he's possessive of nothing with that karma. Look at the challenge he has. I don't know if any of you have seen the car, coronation of King Charles. Kind of looks a little. I, I'm I'm kind of myself. I kind of like tradition and royalty and things, but I don't know, just King Charles. I don't know it looks artificial now, but but the power. Even he doesn't really have the power, but the power of an absolute autocrat talking about being able to control and enjoy, and talking about the potential to put yourself in the egotistical conception of life. In fact, Lord Chaitanya wouldn't associate with a king because they're Vishaya. They have to enjoy because that's what's going to impress the citizens to be submissive. And you see that in England. He has the royal, and he puts on the crown. It's like in the diamonds and the queen puts on this and, you know, rubies, diamonds, rings and pearls, just attract fools to the spiritual world, dance, dashing, handsome, and carefree, Bhavananda Goswami, there's one song really. Rubies, diamonds, rings, and pearls. They're so wealthy. We see how he became affected, even though he was sincerely wanted to serve Prabhupada. It has an influence. Objects have Shakti. 
You got to be careful what objects you associate with because they allure you. If you're chanting your rounds, don't, don't be near your bed. It'll say sleep <laughs> or, or like a comfy chair, you know? It'll say it, it's, it's going to facilitate your mode of ignorance because it was created for the mode of ignorance. So, so he's going to glorify this king because he's so unaffected. That was his karma, and he used everything for Krishna's service. We're going to hear about his kingdom. It's amazing. The deities. In fact, he owned nothing. He legally put all the kingdom owned by the deities. You have that in India. The deities will own, you know, different parts of, 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 of land. So, Sarvato Bhikshavo Yatra Tair Tika Vyagatadaya Krishnarpitanam Bunjana Pramanti Shukana Sada Saintly mendicants come to his kingdom from all directions, along with pilgrims and other visitors. They wander happily, sustained by food that's been offered to Krishna. I think when you go to the golden temple, the Sikh temple, you know, they'll, they'll feed everyone. Pasado, the golden temple, they'll feed everyone. So everyone in the kingdom became fed. I was just thinking of the, the, the as Prabhupada said, the um, myth of, of overpopulation. New Jersey has a higher population density than India. You can look it up. But still, even in the suburbs, the housing is only on 10% of the land, really. I mean, you consider the street and the, and the backyards and, or something like that. And then you ride in the highways in this forest. And the, imagine if people actually grow food. I think they said the whole population of the world can fit in Australia with everyone getting one acre. But I want to speak of Montana or, or these things. So. It's mismanagement if people don't have food, especially in a place like America where the, the land is fertile. In okay, Africa, they may have droughts and, and, and people don't have water, but you can, there's food. Even in the story of Madhavindra Puri, he would only eat when people give him and he fell asleep and then Krishna appeared and gave him some milk and said, no one starves in my village. I don't know how anyone can starve in India because honestly speaking, there's so much food distribution going on. Are you hungry? Just come to Govardhan on one of the holidays. Every little booth is like feeding Pasadam. When I go to lunch with Bhakti Vigango Swami and there's people with like cups in there. And I, I, I kind of like that hot, salty, green subjects they have in India. <laughs> so 
How can you? There's so much food. So the whole kingdom was like that. Anyone who came would be sustained. And it reflected the consciousness of the king that he thought of others before himself, which is so difficult when you have Janmai, Shvarya, Shruta, Shribir, Edamana, Madapunam, Navahat, Yabataitum, Vatwam, Akinshin, Agotra. Queen Kunti prays, only one who is not intoxicated by Janma, my birth, Aishvarya, my opulence, Shruta, my education, Shribir, my aristocracy, an association with, with beauty. That one is in the gotra, the line of a kinchina. I have nothing. And I remember Prabhupada's comment. He saw a, a hobo in the Calcutta station. Well, he has a little stick and a, a, a little things in a little bag. He said he wasn't a kinchina. He was possessed. But the Pandavas, they were kings of the world. But it was all for Krishna. So that consciousness can be seen. The Bhagavatam describes the great king as Maharaj, a ruler of several of the kings in this area. He was not emperor of the entire continent. The Chakravarti, that highest position, was occupied at the time by Pandava Yudhisthira. Later in this chapter, the southern king will also be called Sarvabhoma, because his kingdom occupied a large area. Many accomplished saints migrated to his kingdom, attracted by its spiritual features. Other people also came, including ordinary visitors, renounced pilgrims, traveling to purify themselves, and distressed persons in search of food and shelter. All of them took advantage of the sacred, delicious Krishna Prasad freely available throughout the kingdom. Rajadani Samipecha Sachidananda Vigraha Sakshad Vaste Bhagavan Koranyat Stiritam Gita. Near this king's palace, the Supreme Personality of God resides as if directly in his original form of eternal existence, knowledge, and bliss. He has kindly assumed a non moving appearance. But this reminds me, this must be like Jayapur. Did you go to Jayapur last time? No. <laughs> you were going to go, but you didn't go. Yeah. Yeah. You've been there before? Yeah. Jayapur is, the, the, the deity is the center of the city. And you've got Mangalarti, you've got 5,000 people. And again, you walk around that altar, there are people distributing sweets. You can get as much, you know. People buy the sweets. I do. You buy a bag of these ladus and you just give it up to the pilgrims and the devotion in which they sing. So that's what the, that's what the, the king of, of Rajasthan, that Radha Govinda deity. And when that devotion is there, it, it becomes more than non-moving. It reciprocates in a way. It's Krishna. Because Krishna can appear with the devotion of the devotees. So 
I'm going to stop here today. Jamuna Jaya, what point did you like today? You started off, and then if anybody wants to share. Hare Krishna Raj, thank you for class. Um, I really like what you said about um, people that are living in duality, that it's like, uh, I love the analogy of it's like the last meal on death row. How could you possibly, how could you possibly uh, enjoy that when it's the end? And and with your statement of feeling sorry for those people that are, are caught like that, those rich people that are so much because it's true, they're never happy. And I just really love that analogy of here's your last meal and how the heck are you supposed to enjoy it when you know it's all going to come to an end? So I really appreciated that. Okay, thanks, Jamuna Jaya. That's great. That's right. Gail, you're next. <laughs> Well, thank you, Maharaj, and thank you, Jamuna Jaya. There's a great segue into my question, which is actually about duality. So duality for me, it always means two, right? And yeah. so I'm, that word always kind of boggles my mind. So we, do we call suffering duality because you suffer if you see two, you see Krishna and something other than Krishna? Is that the... I think the duality you. is the duality. There, there's, there's happiness and distress, right? You're enjoying, right? That's one thing. You're enjoying the meal, but it's mixed with suffering mm -hmm. because, you know, it's temporary. So that's one way we, we see two things in one, where in the spiritual world, there's no duality. So whether there's suffering or happiness, it's all ecstatic bliss. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the way of seeing it. Yeah. And, and these people who are on death row, you know, enjoying their last meal. I mean, do we, is it really true that they like deep inside their psyche somewhere, they really do know it's going to end? Do they really know that? Of course, because they're on death row. It's their last meal. How can they not know? No, no, I'm, I'm not talking about the people who are literally on death row. I mean, uh, you know, us. Yes, of course. Of course. Because it, a lot of people just don't really seem to really even know that subconsciously. I don't know. They may not know it consciously, but they no, feel... Sub even subconsciously. No, 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 no. No. It's a fact. They ha patya kali tradishu atma sanyesh vasatsvapi tesham pramatta nidanam pashanapi napasyati that they don't see what is actually there, there. They don't act it. They try to hide from it, but it's there. And they know it. it, it it's there. It, 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 they may temporarily forget it, but they really can't enjoy it because they know that it, it, it's temporary. And so, yeah, they get covered, but it, it's there, that existential malaise of duality. That, and that was my experience. I never realized it till Prabhupada took that off my head by making me realize I was eternal. And just looking back, wow. So maybe people who always believed in God their whole life you know, don't don't know that duality. But I think someone who comes to Krishna consciousness and wasn't believing in God, they can see that duality so clearly. Okay. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay. Anybody else? Say hello. 
Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Toto Gopinath here. Great to hear yeah. from you. Yeah, Toto, we will definitely go on Monday. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Narmasaki here. Thank you for the class. No, I can't see you. I can smell the rice on your farm. <laughs> yes, it, it is. Uh, it's everywhere. It's in the air now. <laughs> oh. Maharaj, I want to reflect what you said about embracing our weakness will become our strength. Yeah, it's so important. It's so. Yeah, important. I like that. Thank you so much for the class. For those you don't know, in Iran, the rice is fragrant. It's amazing. You can't imagine it. You put a bowl of the rice. It's it's incredible. Anybody else? Hey, Krishna Sundari. Thank you very much for the class. Oh, okay. Hare well. Great. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. It's Isabel. Thank you for class. There you go. Driving to work, huh? Always driving and chanting. Okay, good. Okay, go, go be Gita. Hare well. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for class. I like it a lot what you said about mercy, how uh, mercy is devotion and mercy is love from Krishna coming to us, to our hearts. I thought before that maybe mercy was different than Krishna's love. It's amazing. Yeah, mercy you. is the devotion in our heart. Thank you. Hare well. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. It's Lalgavinda. Thank you for class. And you're still up for class. You must have got to bed by midnight. Yeah, we got home pretty late last night. And then Brudger still had a pack for today. So Brudger still has what? She had a pack when we got home last night for, for, for leaving to go to uh, Super Soul. Okay. Well, tell me about the program yesterday. Oh, it was great. Great. Very nice. Uh, Sajinana led us in through a nice meditation into some kirtan. And um, and then uh, Achyuta Gopi took over. And uh, it was it was really, really great. I saw a lot of people, Jamunajaya, Govardhan Lal. Um, it was it was nice. It was just nice being in that in that setting. We haven't been up there in quite some time. So just being oh, in the yeah. How many people were there? I mean, I, I would say at least 200, possibly, something like that. It was yeah. packed, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Were the rubbles still there? I didn't see any of them. I did see that one of them got initiated in the morning. Um, they were live streaming the initiation. You know what his name is? Um, it was Monacy something, Das. Okay. Monacy No, no, it's the Lord of the Mind. Okay. Something like that. And okay. uh, An Ananda Bihari and his wife, Chinmaya Radha, they both got second initiation. Um, Other people got initiated? Yeah. Yeah. There was like, I think one, one or two people got first initiation and then five people got second initiation. Okay. Great. Okay. Anybody yeah. else say hello? Yeah. Thank you. I just wanted to say that uh, the thing about mercy is in a, mercy is devotion in the heart impressed me a lot today. 
because we're always praying for God's mercy and the real mercy is our love for God in the heart. That's an important point. Very nice. Thank, thank you for the class, Gorda. Hey, how do you both? Thank you. Nice to see you. Anybody else? Amala, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Guru. Always a pleasure to see you here. Okay. Thank you. Hare Bo. Anybody else? Okay. I see the list of people here, so I know who is there. And I'm thanking you all for listening. Vanchakalpa Turubhyas Chakrapa Sindhu Behavich.